Well, hello, Bloom Podcast family, and welcome to today's or this week's podcast. We are using the theme, The Comfort, all season long. We are talking with our guests about it, and we're giving you some insights into the many facets of the word comfort. Now, as we talked about in our preview of this season, comfort comes in a lot of shapes and colors. Like many words in English, it has more than one meaning, more than one nuance. And today's reflection or today's facet of comfort that we're covering is the word relax. Now to relax is to make something less compact or dense. So in other words, where it could be tight, and many of you know if you've ever lifted a weight, what it can feel like when your muscles get tight, uh, they start to tear and they start to have a lot of pain. And so when we don't relax, we begin to have pain in our souls. We cause stress in our bodies. We cause challenges in every aspect of our living when we make the choice not to relax. And I do say it's a choice. Like many things, uh, like going to a, a restaurant, right? And you get the menu and you have choices of food. There are choices in the way that we respond to situations in life. And I know that you and I have had many situations in life. We're going to continue to have many situations in life. But what we can begin to do is to choose how we're going to respond. And one of the things that I am suggesting to you is that we can find comfort in relaxing. And in order to talk about this from a scriptural perspective, because I really think that, you know, when we're going to talk about tips, tools, and principles, the Bible is probably the very best book, the very best source of principles and practice that any of us can ever look to. And I am going to use one of the Psalms that is extremely pos popular. Uh, I would say, dare say that it is probably the most popular, most repeated Psalm that we have, Psalm 23. And we're going to also speak from Philippians chapter four and verses six through seven. And so here we go. Psalm 23, a Psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod, your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely, goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Psalm 23. And now Philippians 4, chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, 
with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Now, those are two extremely powerful portions of scripture. And so now that we've heard that, well, Pam, what does that mean? Uh, how can I, uh, how can I adapt, adjust? What do you mean by relax? And and let's go into some of the most asked questions: the who, what, where, when, why, and how of it all. So who, who is going to lead us into this relaxation? The Lord. The Lord. Now I'd say that that's pretty good company. That is a pretty safe one on whom you can lean, on whom you can discuss, on whom you can share your information, your issues. I would say, or I would say that I have found God to be extremely safe and extremely trustworthy and extremely faithful in anything and everything that I have ever given to him that I have ever spoken about with him. He's been faithful. What does that mean? He's been faithful. Speak English to me, Pam. It means that I have seen God move in my life and he has not eliminated everything, but he has certainly showed me how to walk through it. He has certainly, uh, from time to time, given me people who shared information with me that was helpful, that were supportive of what it was that I was going through. He has given me insight and information into how to handle a situation. He has given me so many tools with which to work that I found myself being able to move through some of the most challenging of times having him there. So who is going to lead us in this relaxation? It's the Lord. What does he do or what happens? Uh, There's the elimination of lack, the elimination of fear and anxiety. And let me jump in here for a second. I am not saying, so please hear me. I am not saying that sometimes there might be a need for professional counseling, for professional therapy. I believe that God uses those types of doctors and trained and licensed therapists, similarly to the way that he uses medical doctors. So if you had a broken leg, you might need to go to a surgeon, an orthopedist. Uh, You might need to go to physical therapy and you would trust all of these medical professionals with the work that needed to be done to help you to get to your next place. And in the same way, I believe that God uses therapists to help us to work with our mindsets, to help us to work with the challenges that we're having, the the things that are coming up against us in life where sometimes we need some professional help to help us think through it all. And so when I say that God does this, I believe that God does this, but I believe that sometimes he does it directly. And I also believe that he utilizes doctors. He utilizes therapists. He utilizes the people who he gave the brain, the heart, the mind to want to go into these fields to help you and I 
as we may need some assistance in reminding us that we can relax. So I wanted to put that in there to make sure that we talked about it. Now, on to the next question. Well, where does he does this? Does these things? Where does he do these things? He does them in the still waters or by the still waters. He does them in the green pastures. He does them in the dark valleys or uh, the King James Version, which many of us are familiar with, say he does this in the valley and the shadow of death. He does this in anxiety. He does this in pressure. He does this in stress. So where does he does it? Does it does he do this? Pick a location. Pick a location. Where does God do this? He does this wherever we are, whenever it's needed. And I have to add this, whenever we ask. So some of this comes down to us opening up our mouths and asking. When does he do this? All the time. There's never a second of the day where God is not watching us, where he is not with us, where he does not provide for us. So when can we ask, do we have to wait for a specific time? Do we have to wait for Sunday or for to go to a church service or go to Bible study? We don't have to wait. We can ask God anytime, any time at all. And so when you and I have a situation where we are feeling stress, where we are feeling challenged, where we are feeling the pressure of life come to us, like they say, there's no time like the present, go ahead and ask God. He's willing and he's able to move on your behalf. Now, here are some really interesting things. How does he do this? (laughs) Well, he creates a table in the presence of your enemies. Now, let's, let's break this down a little bit. He creates a table, a table, a flat place where we can rest and recline, a place of feasting, fellowship, and fueling. He does all of this. He literally refills us, makes us stronger, right in the face of whatever we're coming against or whoever is coming against us. He sits down (laughs) and creates this place for us, for you and I, as we go through whatever it is that we're going through. He makes us stronger right in front of the very one or the very thing that is trying to come against us. I just, that just really amazes me every time I think about it, that when I'm in the midst of a situation that is trying, that God is with me. He is preparing that table. He is refueling me. He is giving me a place of feasting. He is giving me a place to recline. Now, it doesn't mean that uh, the enemies, whether that's people or a situation, won't be there. It just means that he's there and he's giving us the fuel to make it through. And I, I just, you know, every time I think about that, it just amazes me. 
Now, one of the things that I, I want to point out is we should not just be sitting here just waiting on, well, okay, well, okay, I'm just going to relax. I'm just going to just zap. God's just going to do it. It's not like that. It is not like that. Okay. It is an exchange, right? It is an exchange. We have to do something. And one of the greatest vehicles that God has given us is the vehicle of prayer. Prayer. Now, prayer means that I have faith that God is there and he's listening to me. And he tells us specifically, he gives us some specific instructions in Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. He gives us, uh, particularly verse 6, he gives us these instructions, right? And he says that if you are feeling anxious, to tell him about it, to make your request, and then to say thank you, like whatever you requested, he's already given you, right? He says to make your request known, right? Make your request known. That means... I'm feeling anxious about this interview. I'm feeling anxious about this work situation. I'm feeling anxious about something that's happening with my child in school. I'm feeling anxious about uh, COVID. I'm feeling anxious about uh, my, my next business venture. I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling tight. I'm feeling stressed. I'm feeling pain. I'm feeling insecure. I'm feeling like I don't know what's going to happen. I'm feeling like everything is falling apart in front of me and I don't know what to do. So here's part of what we should be doing. We should be telling God about it. We should be open with him about it. We should be trusting that he's listening and that he cares about us because he does and he created you and I for something special something very special and so as our anxieties come up as the challenges come up then what do we do we pray we ask God in all of our issues we ask God. We speak to him in the same way that we might have, uh, for those of you who had this opportunity, uh, as little children, we might have crawled into the lap of our loving parent or grandparent, and we might have told them about our troubles and our struggles. And they listened, and they shared wisdom with us, and they cared about us. In the same way, and I mean this uh, individualized to the person that you are. God knows how to speak to each and every one of us. Some of us, a soft voice is not going to do it. And for others of us, um, you know, a, a loud voice or a stern uh, response is not going to do it. But God knows how to respond to each and every one of us. And so with that knowledge, he will give you in the midst of your anxiety, your frustration and your aggravation, he will give you peace and a peace that is confounding and inexplicable. 
not unexplainable. Unexplainable means to lack an explanation. In other words, there is an explanation when it's just not being offered. It means I, I, I should be able to explain why I did this. I should be able to explain why this happened. I should be able to give you some insight and some information about whatever it is that happened, but but I, I just don't have anything to offer. Inexplicable means it is unable to be explained. It, it's that piece that Everyone is looking at you saying, well, why aren't you more upset? Why aren't you more uh, uh, aggravated? Why aren't you more agitated? Why aren't you pacing the floors and crying? And why aren't you filling the blank with uh, behavior that someone thinks you should have given the situation and circumstance that you're in? But you've made the choice, the wise choice, to listen to the scripture and take that anxiety and decide that you are going to give it to God. And I think that is so amazing. You know, every time I I look at this, it's 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 like, you know, <laughs> uh many of us maybe as as children growing up, maybe we did a lunch exchange, right? Uh that we had um a a snack on and our our friend had a snack. And the snack that you had you didn't like. And the snack that your friend had, they didn't like, but they liked the snack that you have. So you exchange and, you know, so maybe it was, I don't know, uh, chips for a cupcake, right? Or or maybe it was, I don't know, maybe you love fruit and, and they love uh, pretzels. So you exchange your pretzels for their apple. You know, and, and those kinds of things seem to be really even exchanges. I mean, it, it's sensible. You know, you feel like you're getting the value for your exchange. You're you're happy about it, and and it's fine. But with this exchange, this exchange just it amazes me every time I think about it. Why? Because I come to God, and I give Him the thing that is stressing me out, the thing that has absolutely got me crawling up the walls, can't sleep, not enough exercise or weightlifting in the world to help me to deal with this, not enough food in the world, not enough whatever you want, fill in the blank, not enough sex, not enough shopping, not enough. There is not enough of any of those things in the world for me to get over this thing. But God says, if you will pray, if you will take every word, every anxious thought, every challenging moment, every aspect of that situation, if you will bring it to me, if you will list it out, right? If you will list out the things that are challenging you, the frustration at the office, the, uh, the, the challenges and, and every aspect of the challenge with the new business deal, the question about the partnership. Should you go into partnership? Should you stay in partnership? Should you leave the partnership? Every aspect of that, the things that are, you're looking at and they look strange now, and they used to look like 
everything was falling in place, everything was right, everything was okay. But now there's a change. Now there's a challenge. Now you don't really know why and what and how. And it is the thing that is frustrating you to no end. God says, you give me that. You give me all of those troubles. You give me all of those anxieties, those questions. You give me all of it. And I'm going to give you a peace that is so profound, so far-reaching, so deep, so full in your life that it just cannot be explained. It cannot be explained. There's no definition. There's no formula. There's no schematic for this type of peace. And that's what God gives us as we follow the formula and choose to relax. So as we close out this podcast, I say to you that we can find comfort by relaxing and understanding that God, the Father's presence and promise gives you and I the opportunity to sit in that relaxation. Now, the question is, are you willing to do the work of faith in practice in order to obtain it? Now, Bloom Podcast family, Examine how you experience the comfort of God and relaxation. And come on, let's grow together.